Welcome in to the Rebuilding WFT show. Coming in for a season recap, just to, you know, give a brief overview of um, the 2021-22 season for the Washington football team. Take a look at some things going forward, what's what we did good, what needs to change, what can stay the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 2021 season came and went pretty quick. Um, I don't know too soon or maybe not soon enough, depending on who you ask. Um, you know, it really, I mean, looking at it right now, this time last year, I guess we were gearing up or maybe we had already lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks in the playoffs um, at this point. I forget exactly what day that was, probably January 10th or 11th. But this time last year, we were coming off a playoff game um, with a lot of hope and a lot of optimism because the team was you know, really great on defense, played really well. Heineke, we we're like, whoa. So we were wondering what is going to be uh, the future at the quarterback position. And fast forward another year, and here we are again, kind of in that same, you know, vintage Washington boat of what what's going to happen at quarterback this year? What's going to happen? Um, you know, that's kind of been the thing you can say for however long, but these past few years it just felt more and more, um, unknown than before, I would say, because there's really nothing, really nothing there. We're going to get into the quarterback position in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, really this year, I, I don't know if we got, it feels like we were better, but I don't, I don't know if we were better than last year. I mean, when you really look at it, I have some numbers to the side of me here. Um, so we're just going to look at our 2020 ranks real quick and then compare them to the 2021 ranks, you know, offensively and defensively. So offensive, offensively, we were 30th in yards last year and 25th in points for. Um, this year, we were 23rd in points for and 21st in yards. So not significantly better, but, you know, improved for sure um, as opposed to last year. Um, I think some of that is we had a quarterback that was willing to take take more risks um but if you want to look at defense last year we were fourth in points for and second in yards and this year we were 25th in points for and 22nd in yards whoa what what happened there what the hell happened there i mean to be fair we did play a lot of high octane offenses um i mean i think dallas buffalo kansas city tampa bay who else? Buffalo. Did I already say Buffalo? I think so. Chargers and another team. I mean, some of those are the top, you know, teams offensively this year. You know, yards per game, um, scoring and points for. So we we played a lot of tough offenses. Um, and not to mention, you know, Kansas City and Green Bay and Buffalo came within a one-month span. So it was already a tough start to the year. We also faced some serious injuries. Not to mention Ryan Fitzpatrick went down within a quarter of his debut in Washington. So already there threw kind of a wrench in the quarterback. You know, the ideas that were in place for the quarterback this year. But honestly, I think it was better that T Taylor Heineke did step in and played because I don't know. I don't know. We're just we're just going to forget about the Fitzpatrick signing, act like it never happened because, you know, there's no sense in going into it now. Um, but yeah, I think it was good that Taylor Heineke came in. He he had some good wins. I mean, we beat the Buccaneers, we beat the Raiders. There's two playoff teams right there that we beat. I think you could say there's probably two more playoff teams that we beat than Dallas. I would say. Um, 
But I mean, it was a tough schedule going into this season to begin with. And we, you know, there was a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of hope, but there was also a lot of, at least from, in my perspective, I, I was pretty realistic with the expectations. I thought, I mean, I did think we could get out like 10 wins and I think we would have if our defense didn't drop about 20, 20 spots and points for and uh, yards allowed. I mean, the yards allowed is insane because we went from second in yards allowed to about, like what did I say, 30th? One of the worst defenses in the league. Oh, no, 22nd in yards allowed this year. Sorry. So we dropped 20 spots um, in yards allowed. Al- along with point, points four, we dropped about 21 spots. So a lot of those games, I, we would have won. There's a lot of close games that we lost. But then, you know, you got to, I mean, it's the NFL. You got to mix it in with some of the close games that we won, like Seattle, um, Vegas, What's another close game that we won? The Giants in week two. I mean, that we barely won. I mean, we got, we're lucky to win that game. Um, but, you know, that's all water under the bridge at this point. Just kind of looking at the bigger picture here for the future. I, I don't know what needs to happen. Um, I think a lot of people, and I think Ron Rivera is, you know, publicly making it clear that, yeah, this is a, this is a time where, you know, I think we need to make a move at quarterback, whether it's trading up in the draft, whether it's going out and trading for a guy. Um, and that's a good sign for me personally. I mean, I'm I'm happy that it's being acknowledged, that it's not just being, you know, maybe we had a great defense last year, so they, you know, they figured yeah, we can definitely run it back in this division. Um, but then again, Dallas came out and, did what they did. I mean, six and zero in the division, so we we couldn't beat them this year. But at this point, it's like, yeah, we we definitely need a quarterback because we're sitting at seven wins again for the second straight year. And last year, seven wins was a big improvement because we had three wins the year prior to that. But this year, seven wins feels like a step backwards. It feels like underachievement. It feels like you know we didn't do what we expected to do and what they expected of themselves because I mean when you go out and you know you have I mean, Alex Smith left you really have no quarterback Taylor Heineke had one start and you settle for Ryan Fitzpatrick who who can prove he can ball I mean he can definitely ball but he can't prove that he can win consistently but you know, we had the roster and it felt like okay we just need a guy to make some plays <laughs> let's, let's win some games um, don't blow us the game and he's got experience and then I think that was an okay approach but it was still a little questionable but now it's like yeah foot's on the gas you have to make a move because this is year three of the rebuild and I don't know what else is going to get us over uh, you know over that seven win kind of thing that we're stuck in right now but I'm pretty sure making a move at the most important position in the game will definitely make a difference and put us in the positive direction to go ahead and win more games and I mean you got to play against Dallas twice a year um and we almost beat them we almost beat them uh we were definitely getting blown out but then we came back we couldn't close it um and then Philly swept us I mean look this was a really weird year because we started off what were we two and six I it just felt like the year was already over before it started and then you know, we lose on Halloween. Montez Sweat goes out. Um, he had like a fractured jaw, I think. I might be wrong. He went on IR. And then we play Tampa. Chase Young goes down, but we're dominating that game. But still, Chase Young goes down. It's like, 
oh my god we might win the battle but we lost the war chase young goes down but we win that game okay next week carolina we win that game the next week seattle i was there monday night we win that game next week vegas we win that game it's like whoa so all of a sudden we're six and six and we're looking around the division. Dallas is about seven and four. Maybe they're seven and three. All I know is they were about a game ahead of us. Um, and it was like, okay, this thing, you know, this thing ain't over. You know, it's not over yet. So we, we within a month, we went from two different outlooks on our what our season was going to be. Is oh, we're tank, we're going to be not tanking, but we're going to be probably up there within the top five picks if we keep up this pace. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, we open our eyes and it's like, oh wait, we're we might make the playoffs. And then another month goes by before we know it. We're wiped out of the playoffs. We come out like, what the hell just, what, what just happened? We just got our ass kicked like four weeks in a row, smacked around by um, the Eagles in Dallas for four weeks in a row. Um, and all of a sudden we're out. And I mean, that, that Sunday night game against Dallas was, that was crazy, man. That was one of the worst I think I said it was it was probably worse than the Monday Night Massacre in 2010 just because well, at least we put up 28. At least we rallied kind of towards the end there um, against Philly back then in 2010. This one was terrible, man. This one was horrible. There was nothing. I mean, just from the start, you you had that feeling um, because we came out we, three and out. We stopped them on three and out. And then first play interception, and that's all she wrote. And there was no chance we were getting back in that thing. Then we played Philly, and we lost at home. And then we beat the Giants in a game that's neither here nor there. I mean, other than, you know, it felt good to win that because it would have been pretty embarrassing to lose to Joe Judge, especially at, you know, they were sitting at 4-12 and at that point. Um, so other than that, I mean, Antonio Gibson had a great game. Terry had a good game. Had a good defensive game. Bobby McCain made some plays. But other than that, um, you know, not much to take away from that final win of the year other than it's good to go out with a win, you know? I mean, everyone can agree on that, I think. It's good to go out on a win. It would have sucked losing five in a row. But basically, this this season was just a roller coaster, almost like last season. It almost was the same, now that I think about it, since I'm comparing, you know, stats from this year and last year, I'm comparing everything. Look back last year, I mean, we... We were about two and six or two and seven. I can't remember exactly. We were about the same spot. We were honestly, it went the same way when I think about it now. the The year really did go the same way. It really did. Um, we really fell behind early. We made a fight back in late November, early December. Then we kind of fizzled out again at the end of December into January. So that's two years in a row now. It might just be a coincidence. Um, there's definitely some consistency problems going on. Um, even, and even with our good defense last year, you, you saw our offense was ranked about 30th. So our offense wasn't putting points on the board, despite how many, uh, how little points our defense was giving up. Our offense couldn't do anything last year. So this year, I mean, it's really kind of like a carbon copy of last year when you really think about it. Um, other than we didn't have QBs coming in and out, which was nice. At least we had some consistency with uh, Taylor Heineke. I know he got banged up in that Dallas game, so we did see a bit of Kyle Allen. But there wasn't like a there wasn't that dynamic of oh he might start this week. Um, he's gonna start this week. This guy, blah blah. Dwayne Haskins. 
Um, who else started last year? And it, was it just Haskins and Alex Smith? No, Kyle Allen started too, and he got concussed. So, yeah, at least we had, like, some stability at QB this year. Like, okay, Taylor Heineke's it. Whatever happens, happens. And we, hey, he rode the highs real high. But the lows, you know, the lows kind of got a little low there. And I think, dude, I, I love Heineke. I, I hope he stays on this roster because I think he could be a really great backup, a really great in the quarterback room, really great in the locker room just because dudes love him. But, I mean, end of the day, I, I think there's every single week, and I've said this multiple times to people, is every single week, we we get at least one at least one reminder of oh yeah this guy's not a um, NFL starter no he's this guy's not a sustainable starter and it really is a shame because it'd be awesome because the story's there you know the whole everything's made up and it's just like he's just it's just not you know and I think we learned that this year and I think we had the seeds were in place for that to be like okay he might he could take over as starter and he he was our starter this year but i don't think it's sustainable moving forward i mean you're going to have to really bring out again like a top 5 defense like we did in 2020 and we didn't but to his defense i mean our defense kind of blew this year a lot in some big moments and he still got us seven wins under his belt so I mean, you got to give him credit there because, I mean, he came in. He wasn't even supposed to be the starter this year. So it could have been a lot worse. I mean, because he, without his fight, I think a lot of those games we lose. So, I mean, hats off to Taylor Heineke because this could have been a lot more terrible. And I don't think it was a terrible year by any standard, but it could have been a very terrible year if it wasn't for him and, you know, his heart, his passion because, man, he, he really is, has like a motor like no other, even if it does lead to some mistakes. Like I said, we realize he's not probably going to be our starter. Um, but that that is what it is. And, I mean, we played, I think, eight of our opponents this year ended up being playoff teams, whether it's Philly, whether it's Dallas, um, the Raiders, Buffalo, the Chiefs, um, and a lot of those games we lost. So it, it is, you know, put some context onto it. You know, we did play. I think last year we kind of beat up on some weak teams that had some backup quarterbacks, either whether the quarterback had COVID or whether QBs were injured. Um, but this year, I think we just played teams that were better than us. And, I, I mean, Buffalo blew us out of the water. Kansas City, we stuck with Kansas City for a bit. It was close, and then they blew us out of the water. I wouldn't say Green Bay blew us out of the water, but I think it didn't really feel too close. Um Tampa Bay, we beat. Okay, we beat Tampa. We dominated Tampa. Uh, Dallas blew us out of the water on Sunday night. You know, we fought back um, the first time we played them this year. But and then the Eagles, yeah, they we just couldn't stop them. So that's this year, and I think uh, Rivera knows they got to get a quarterback. Got to move forward. Got to make a play because this is the time, man. The, the teams that are winning, they got a quarterback. Um, and last year's draft really had, I think, really had Ron Rivera's fingerprints on it a little too much with that Jamin Davis pick. I think a lot of us didn't even know who the heck he was. I mean, if you're into the draft and you will, you know, you really keep track of it, then you probably did. But 
I kind of, you know, find out who's going to be really high drafted and stuff around this time of year. This is our getting into those prospects and all that. But, I mean, I'm sure some people knew who Jamin Davis was. I don't think anybody thought he was going to be drafted at 19. And I, it really had a, a kind of like a John Gruden feel like, I like this guy. I'm going to take him. Even if he's not supposed to be taken in the first round. You know, he, he's John Gruden did that a few years in a row with the Raiders and kind of turned out nothing. Uh, that That's what it resembled to me looking back now after a year. And I'm not saying Jamin Davis isn't going to be good. I'm not saying I think he suck. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying we had the second-ranked defense last year and our first-round pick was a defensive player when we needed offense in a big way. Um, so this year, obviously, it's got to be an offensive approach because the quarterback position has to be addressed. It has to be. You cannot keep doing this thing because there's not enough good QBs out there on the market. you got to get one and take it for your own, develop him, make him your own, keep him. Because who who would have thought it's going to be our chance? I'm telling you, it's going to be us soon. We're going to be the team that turns it around. We're going to be good because who would have thought the Bengals, who would have thought the Bengals would be good? I Two years ago, you'd laugh if someone would say, hey, the Bengals are going to be good. They're going to beat the Ravens twice. They're going to beat the Steelers. Did they beat them twice? I don't know. They beat the Steelers' ass at least once. I mean, they're putting up 40 on people. Who would have, You would have laughed. But, no, they got the QB down. They got the offense down. I mean, that. there you go. Boom. I mean, so it's only a matter of time before it, that happens to us. It's just when because it feels like it's never going to happen. I think a lot of people would agree with that. So we've been waiting for that for a long time. Um, but this overall... I think you know it's it's probably a good thing we didn't make the playoffs anyways. Um just because we get a we get a little bit of a higher draft pick because I don't really think we were worthy towards the end of the year. If you can't beat a division play uh division opponent at least once in four straight games, I, I don't think we would fare very well against the field there in the playoffs. Um so I'm gonna give a grade for this season. If I had to give a grade Okay, so the offensive grade, I'm going to give the offense, without looking at the numbers, without anything, just based off how I feel about them, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them a C plus. I'm going to give the offense a C plus. Give them a C plus. They didn't, and when you look back at the scores, they didn't really put up a whole lot of numbers. Um, wasn't many games where they went too high up. I don't even know if we broke 30 this year. I think we did against uh, the Giants, and then we Got 29 against Tampa. But most of the time, we were scoring the late teens, um, low 20s. So give the offense a C plus. Um, I'm going to give the defense... Um, I, I don't want to give it too low, but I don't want to give it too high either. Ah, uh, the defense. Look, the defense really sucked to come out. It took a while to uh, get it together. And I, I wouldn't say they fully got it together, but it took a while for them to actually put together a solid performance because it took a few ass whippings before um, they really got anything together and then they kind of crumbled again. But I'm going to say the defense, highly inconsistent. I would go D+. Plus. I go D+. Plus. I was going to say C-, minus, but I, I don't think they were good enough. They were ranked way too low um, in all facets. So I'm going to go D+, plus just because the plus adds a little bit of like, okay, they, they did stuff. 
but they did some stuff, some good stuff here and there. I mean, against Tampa, they had a good game. Against Seattle, they had a good game. Um, um, and I don't care if you're going to say, oh, Seattle had a down year. Well, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, man, that's a pretty good offense. Um, against the Raiders, who put up 36 on Dallas, we only held Raiders to 15. So, you know, they had some standout games there. There's definitely some games. Um, I mean, the Chargers, we only held the Chargers to 20. But again, you know, third down conversions, we were like horrible on. So, uh, D, D plus, D plus. And coaching, mm, coaching, what, what grade would you give the coaches as a whole? As a whole, like the whole coaching staff. I'm trying to like replay things in my head throughout the season. So let me think on this. So you've got Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, Scott Turner. Coaches, coaches. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say C minus, probably... No, 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 B, B plus. You know why? B plus. No, B minus. Okay, B minus is it. It is. Okay, a C, a C minus or a B minus or a B plus, whatever the hell it is. A B minus because oh, you can say what you want um, about the defense, Jack Del Rio, whatever. You can say what you want about Scott Turner, whatever. You can say what you want about Rivera, whatever. Have at it. Go ahead. Area grievances. But you also got to look at the good things. Okay, Ron Rivera, and he got the team to fight. At 2-6, and six, his team fought, right? They, f- they fought back into it. That doesn't just, you know, you got to have good coaching. got to have good motivators in place there and a good system in place. Ron Rivera, this team dealt with a lot of stuff. Dealt with a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, Montez Sweat's brother just passed away, unfortunately. Uh, the whole thing with COVID, it was, a, it was not just a, oh, they just didn't. You know, they just showed up every week. They just didn't get the job done. No, there was a lot of things in between there um, that were really, really hard to deal with and can really just unravel a team. And I don't think it unraveled us. I mean, we did lose a lot towards the end of the year. And what are you going to do? COVID, guys are out, guys are hurt. That's part of football. But I, I think the morale is still pretty high. And I don't want to talk about the Duran Payne, John Allen thing because it's not that big a deal and the media loves to bring it up and the announcers love to bring it up every game we had for the rest of the year like to show the video because because why not they love to stir shit but i i think really the morale was high um regardless so that's always a good thing man players fought every week they fought it felt like you know besides i think that dallas game that one just got away from us but it, it was never like, yeah, we just gave up. So, you know, you got to give a B minus there, give the edge, round it out. Um, but overall, on the field, you know, while there was a lot left to be desired, there was still a lot that I think we could take away as positives from this year. And, God, I don't know what's going to happen with the all the off-the-field stuff. Um, and really, I don't even want to make this podcast about that because I think enough people are talking about all the negative aspects of the organization that we already know about yet we continue to act surprised when something else happens that just shows a little bit of dysfunction up top so I'm just going to stay away from those things Um, 
But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we either go for a quarterback. <laughs> How many years in a row is it going to be? Oh, let's. this is my wish list for quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. And then we end up with Andy Dalton or something like that. I'm not even going to make a wish list either, man. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I'm going to, you know, internally I'm going to have my you know, my preferences and my hopes. And I, I, it's too early for me personally. I've been reading some things, some mock drafts, all that stuff. What are good fits for draft top draft prospects and whatnot. Personally, it's too early for me to come out here and act like I know some of these top prospect quarterbacks because I really don't know a whole lot. And uh, I don't think a lot of people uh, will admit that. They don't really know. You know, they kind of just base their their statements off of what someone else said. And all of a sudden they know what quarterback is going to be the best fit for our team. I'm going to leave that up. I'm going to leave that up to the scouts. I'll leave that up to the coaches. I'm going to sit back and observe this time. I'm not going to come on here and say, this is what needs to happen. All I know is we need to make a move for QB. Who it is and how it's done, leave that up to the coaches, the guys that are getting paid the big bucks, because that, that that is not my job. Leave it up to the Twitter GMs to speculate. I'll be on there. I'll be here popping in and out, even though it's the off season. Still be some stuff to talk about, right? But let's not act like we know every prospect and whatnot, okay? Let's let's just let things happen, play out. And we'll see see where it goes from there. Let's just hope, just hoping they make a move at quarterback because, I don't know, it shows some aggression, not aggression, assertive, assertion, excuse me, can't get my words down. It shows assertion, you know, tackling one of the top needs on the team and start doing it for the future because, you know, you get, I think Rivera does get a pass for these past this past year or two. Rivera gets a pass in my book. Um, and I can't believe there was talk about firing him. I mean, if they fired him, I would, I would, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do if they fired him because they, then they can't fire him. No, you cannot fire him. No way. Two more years, minimum, two more years, minimum, um, because the morale's good. And I don't, I don't think that he'll ever lose the locker room, um, because he, he's just a good coach in, in that regard. I mean, he does have his hangups in terms of like, I don't think he'll ever out coach a guy. You know, I mean, like with some of these great play callers, I don't think he's going to outcoach some of them. But, hey, man, get a good foundation in place. Let's not go for the next hot shot. Let's see what we got. And then we'll uh, we'll reevaluate in a year or two. How about that? Because patience, man. Patience, patience, patience. Patience. I mean, the Dolphins just fired Brian Flores. Completely stupid. Completely idiotic. And I'd love to see who they bring in and try to replace him with. And I'd love to see how it works out. Now, sure. Maybe they do do good, but I just I just don't see the logic in that. And sometimes it's better to just stick with what you got than thinking that the next thing and the grass is always greener on the other side because it, it always isn't. It, it, it always isn't greener, right? Just because you do something new doesn't mean you're going to get better results. Just because you switch something up doesn't mean it's going to be better. You know, stick with what you got and build because... Once you move on to a new coach, you got to restart the whole damn thing again. And you got to have him come in and ha- he'll have his players he wants and he doesn't want. And now he wants his own QB and blah, 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 blah. Let's let Rivera take a whack at a QB, see what we can do. However, I do think it's worth looking into potentially a new offensive coordinator. I don't know who, but I think it, it is worth looking into that because I think we need some more innovative play calling. Um 
just because we got to deal with Dallas. Now, if they lose Kellen Moore, maybe maybe that'll be helpful, but I don't know. They got a good offensive coordinator. I think we need to get a better one, but again, Rivera's got his guys, so I don't know if that's really likely to happen, but we will see. So, takeaways from this podcast. We were in kind of the similar result that we got last year. Um, I don't know. I It's really hard to say if we were better or worse. I mean, I really would have to dig into some, some statistics here. Um, I feel like we were a bit more fun to watch at times offensively than last year, but that doesn't mean we were better or worse. Um, so kind of similar years, right? I mean, nothing really... Like some moving parts, but in the end result was somewhat similar, I would say. Uh, obviously, aside from the fact that we didn't make the playoffs. Uh, you know, we finished with seven wins last year and made the playoffs. We finished with seven this year and we're third place. So there you go. Um, the division kind of bounced back from that lapse it had last year. Um, another takeaway, love Tanner, Taylor Heineke. Hope he's on the team for a while. Back up. I think that he's worth having on the team because I think he can come in, he can play in a big spot. But unfortunately, I don't think, you know, it's sustainable going forward. So QB, something we really need to look at. Hey, by the way, our schedule next year came out. Just um, like no dates or anything like that, but just our opponents for home and away games. And I mean, off the top of my head, and I don't want to get over confident too early and ahead of myself because I don't know what next year is going to look like um, but you know you got Jacksonville you got Houston you got the Lions um, who else I think we play the AFC South so that's three bad teams right there which I was like wow we never really it always feels like when when I see you know the first glimpse of next year's schedule I'm like oh my god here we go again we're gonna get we're gonna get crushed um but this one looks, you know, there's some definitely some winnable games. So if we get on the right track here, we should definitely have a good year next year. Um, but to be fair, we, we kind of came in here thinking we'd have at least 10 wins. So it's really hard to judge this early. And, hey, real quick, I, I just hopped on Instagram because I want to find the picture of the schedule from the team's page. And someone, someone uh, cropped Calvin Ridley into a Washington jersey. And says, you know, what do you think about Calvin Ridley coming to Washington? <laughs> so we'll see about that. I'm sure every team is every team is uh, hoping they get Calvin Ridley. But let's go. Okay, real quick. I'm all over the place right now. But real quick, here's our 2022 opponents. So obviously Dallas, New York, Philly, division games. We play Green Bay. We play Minnesota, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Cleveland, Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, Houston, the Colts, and San Francisco. That's a doable schedule. That is a doable schedule. I mean, things are going to look different next year. Watch. Detroit or Houston will be better. Um, some of those teams will be worse. So, I mean, it, it's way too early to even say what games we're going to win or lose. But I'm just saying that, you know, from a first glance, it's like, okay, it's not terrible. Uh those guys are Giants twice a year. So, yeah, we, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's doable for sure. If we can get a nice quarterback in there, start developing him, hey, we might be on our way. All right, guys, 
That is the podcast. Take it easy and go Commanders or Red Wolves or Hogs. I don't know. Admirals, maybe. Alrighty. Take it easy.